Hello, everyone. I'm Phil Svitek, joined alongside Tony B. Tony, a.k.a. Anthony Becerra. And we're just guys that love movies, and so we talk about them on Clubhouse Live, and then after the fact, post it so you can enjoy it. Uh, but, of course, you're welcome to join us for the live discussion on Clubhouse, 8 p.m. Wednesdays. And today, we're talking about nobody. Wait, who? Wait, who? Who <laughs> Uh, well, I guess technically we're going to talk about Bob Odenkirk and uh, Connie Nielsen and Chris Lloyd and all those guys. So I guess not nobody, somebody. But we're talking about the movie, nobody. That's right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into spoiler territory pretty quickly. But before we do that, we're gonna give uh, just our overall impression, so that way you know whether or not you want to check it out. So Tony, kick us off. Oh, okay, I get it. We should do our impressions without spoiling it so they, they can at least listen to the episode and know whether or not to watch this film. That should be our thing. All right, I got this, dude. Overall impressions. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> this is low-key like a John Wick, but I with with a bit more emotional like stakes here, and... Just a damn good fucking time at the movies, man. Jesus Christ. I mean, let me just tell you about my experience overall. I went to go watch this in theaters. I know it's coming in pay-per-view. Um, premium VOD, I mean. But I did go watch it in theaters because I'm that motherfucker. Um, and so, there's very few people, you know, in the, in the theater. But, man, when shit hit, dude, I'm so glad I wasn't the only one reacting. Like, I could hear people, the very few people around me, reacting. And I was like, it, it feels good to be back. It feels good to have a communal experience. One as great as this. Where you can go full tilt, like, just kind of losing it in the theater. And it's, and it's okay, you know? I, I really enjoyed this film. I think Bob Odenkirk was fantastic. I see things happen in this movie that I just haven't seen done in this way. And shot in this way. That it's just so fun and, and kinetic and you feel the energy and you walk out of the theater with your testosterone levels pretty damn high. You want to drive fast. You want to shoot something. You want to wish you had a wife so you could tell her how much you loved her and show her how much of a man you are. <laughs> okay, please stop me. Oh, sure. this movie's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I echo a lot of the sentiments. I mean, um, the people that did watch it... Uh, it had an A minus cinema score, so that's very high, right? Uh, you know, sixty two percent of the audience thus far has been male, uh, with almost sixty percent being under the age of thirty five. So hey, we are definitely that demo. Uh, and it was Look just at you yeah. With the it, stats. It, what's that? <laughs> Look at you with the stats. Damn right. So yeah, I mean, overall, it's a very fun movie, and it doesn't overstay its welcome, right? It's ninety two minutes bing bang like you're in it here's the premise here's what we got going on action 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 some talking 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 action action talking talking big fight scene boom in out oh guess what we're gonna tease you with the premise for the next one boom love it you know what i mean very formulaic in that sense but like how it goes about it and the fact that chris lloyd is a badass like bob odenkirk loved it but the fact that Chris Lloyd is doing his best with with like all of them, 
man, he, he was a badass as well. And so I appreciate this movie from start to finish. I didn't know. All right. We're going into spoilers now, peoples. All right. Can I just say something now? Yes. I did not know I wanted Christopher Lloyd so bad to be wielding a double-barreled shotgun and just blasting motherfuckers. That was so fucking cool, dude. I Like, when they're all together, and not only that, RZA, motherfucking RZA comes out, too, (laughs) if you guys remember RZA (laughs) from uh, The Man with the Iron Fist, you know. If you know, if you saw that movie, I didn't see that movie. Not gonna lie, um, <laughs> but he's chill. He's a good. I think he's a decent actor. I think he held his own. I'm glad they only you know utilized him at the at the very end. But see, I was shot. worried. I was worried because like I knew that he was in the movie, and I knew like for a long time he was just the guy in the radio, right, or whatever you want to call him. And so I thought, dude, oh, we're uh-huh. never gonna get to see him. That sucks. And then bam, we see him. Dude, Dude, I thought, um, let's get some stuff straight. And I keep referring to him as Bot Oden, Oden, you know, Odenkirk, right? Um, but his name is actually in the movie. It's Hutch. Hutch, Hutch Mansell, right? I thought Hutch was hearing, like, voices. I thought his brother was dead, and he, was, he could only hear him or, like, communicate with him in his head through the radio at first, you know? Lo and behold, this motherfucker's alive. His name's Harold, Harry Mansell. Son of David Mansell. Who knows how that happened? You tell me how. You explain to me how Hutch. Watch and Shameless and you'll understand. I mean, possibly, you know, or maybe there's like a whole backstory to their father raising them to be some pretty cold blood killers. I don't know. There's so much here to play with. I love the world building. You know, I love the whole, um, the whole Russian mafia side of it. Especially the introduction to Yulian, how you see it in big letters, and I'm like, is this a person or is this a place? I'm not really sure, you know, because it kind of just cuts there, right? But then I'm like, oh no, it's definitely a person, and it's this motherfucker who's singing and dancing on stage. So fucking hilarious. And then he just, like, virtually murders someone in front of everybody, and then he's like, cool, everyone's cool with it. I don't know, it was, it was a really good introduction to his character. It wasn't full tilt, like... You know, of a cartoonish Russian villain, but also it kind of was. You know, like it treaded that line really, I think, really easily. But like he he could have easily been like you know twirling his mustache like hey, I'm Russian and I'm gonna kill you. But at the same time, he had something to him. You know, um, and uh, I really I really appreciated this film, dude. I think this movie is so fucking fun. I think it's worth watching, one hundred percent. Well, I, I appreciate the fact that towards the end, right, the fact that um, Yulian and, and Hutch, they do ultimately end up, like, Hutch gives him an out. He's like, hey, you know, we both did shit we don't really, didn't really want, right, but we can cut the shit right here and uh, kind of go our separate ways type of thing and start start fresh. <laughs> and, of course, that's not good enough, um, and it leads to to the badass fight at the end. But still, I thought, you know, from Hutch's perspective, it's like, I thought that was a good offer from the writing. I thought that was a great setup. Um, and he goes, you know, he, he does, uh, I'm going to call it the Joker, um, the Joker method where, you know, he's basically strapped to a bomb. That's why the mob can't touch him. Strapped to a Claymore, dude. When he reveals that Claymore, I was like, that, <laughs> that scene stuck with me longer than it should have. Because on the way home, I wasn't thinking like, I was like, if anyone... 
if anyone touched him, he would have died and everyone would have died. That's why nobody touched him. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, just over, I kept overthinking his method to madness of like being strapped to a claymore. And I thought it was so brilliant. And I loved, I loved how that claymore finally pays off at the end. It was so cool. Oh, I enjoyed it. Oh, it's, yeah. I can't stop no, seeing was, the praises. That was definitely a good way to utilize that. Um, I, I definitely want to talk about the bus fight, though, because I think there's so much yes. awesome stuff in this, but that's definitely kind of like a catalyst for it. And I think yeah, yeah, I just really loved that whole sequence and the way that they just try to beat his ass. And they just, you know, and in some sense they kind of did, but at the same time, you know, he just kept getting up and being like nope i'm gonna i will get you and this motherfucker gets tossed out of the window of a bus and then he gets his ass up and then he opens the bus doors and goes back in and i love that scene where he's like standing in front of all of them and they're just they're just looking at him and they're all beat to shit already too and they're like fuck man we don't want to do this again you can tell they don't want to do this again and then they do it again (laughs) And they get their ass kicked. It's so good. Yep, yep. And uh, and of course, it, it kind of culminates to that like last bit where um, the guy can't breathe, and so he shoves a straw in there, which is both like insanely humane, but at the same time insanely uh, evident of like just what a badass he is. That the only way for this guy to breathe is through a straw in his throat. He literally, like, it's it's like that saying. It's like, if you fuck with me, you're going to end up with, like, breathing out of a tube. That's literally what happened with that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I, I love how smart this fucking, the storytelling is in this film. Because you barely know much about, uh, about, fuck, Hutch. You barely, you don't know much about Hutch. You, you get a glimpse at, you know, the film starts off with getting a glimpse as to his daily routine, right? And you know that he's a family man. You know that his life isn't going so well. He's kind of hitting that, like, slump of being, like, just this being who works to provide for his family, in a sense. And, like, a piece of... You can tell that a piece of him is slowly dying inside, but he knows that he's somewhat... He, I want to say he's happy, but he's satisfied with where he is in his life, you know? And so how this film slowly starts to unravel the mystery box that is Hutch... I think was fucking brilliant. Certain things like how, well, for one, he starts to look for a fight in the bus. He prays to God that the people who crash in front of him next to him get into the bus, and he knew right away, cool, I'm going to let off a little bit of steam. I'm going to fuck these guys up. Because I forgot what happened previously to that, but I know he, like, he, oh, he he goes to the, um, you know, the family that, that broke into their his home, right? Yep. So even in that, like he, how he is able to easily find where they lived, infiltrate their home, and just like, you know, not really fuck him up, but like be like, yo, where the fuck's the shit that you, you took from me, you know? Easily. Like, it's brilliant. And then you slowly start to realize fucking Hutch is the baddest motherfucker next to like John Wick. Like, holy shit. Um, and I, it, I think it's a great, you know, uh, how would you say? It's a great study to sh- in, in, in the sense of how you reveal things about a character by actually showing it and not like just straight dialogue splurge of like you know you get me just like every- yeah, yeah. they're telling you everything laying it out for you 
I I loved it. Like I wanted to keep watching the film to to learn more about him and to learn more about the past. And you're damn straight. You're damn fucking straight. Like right when I when if you if you're thinking that I want to know more about him. Once the credits rolled, I'm like, I want to know who the fuck this guy is. Like, where did he come from? How does he have all this training? I know he was in the military, but, you know, it's alluded to. But, like, I, if you can, like, I don't know if they can do, like, a, you know, like a prequel to, to, to Nobody. But also, they don't, I don't think they really need to. But I think there's some really good, viable, um, you know, subject matter there of how he became who he is right, you know, today. And, you know, they, they, he does mention that, like, he was an auditor in the sense of, like, he's the last person the three-letter organization sent. So, like, he worked for the FBI. He worked for the CIA. Who knows what else, you know, um, organizations we had in our, in, our, in our country. But he was a fucking closer in the sense. And uh, in the way he closed it by, like, you know, killing you. <laughs> killing everybody associated with whatever the CIA and or FBI yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't, I don't think with. I don't think you have to go backwards with anything. You just continue forwards, right? And certainly, the cliffhanger at the end is a good standalone bit into like, oh, there's more with it, and the fact that his wife is now on board. Uh, I love that aspect of it, you know. Um, and I love. Hopefully, his son now understands that you know the father is not some uh, some wuss, right? As previously believed by the son. I love that the daughter always believed in him. I thought that was a cute little touch. Um, that was beautiful, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was definitely really sweet. Uh, I'm trying to think of... Um, uh, there was one moment that I really absolutely loved, and for some reason I'm blanking on it at the moment. But, um, but I really yes. like that, that card scene. You remember oh, when, when he goes into that bar and he's holding the money and you see like the, the cards tattooed on his wrist? Uh-huh. And then the veteran's all like, he stands up, he's like, holy shit, thank you for your service, and he just takes off and locks the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, things like that I really appreciated about it, where I'm like, huh, that's, they know something I don't, and I'm still trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it's, it, 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 I think it's just a beautiful example of, you don't need to do too much, right? It's, it's not like this movie's treading that much new territory, but the way it executes it, that's where it really shines. And even like, um, you know, when, when initially uh, he, Hutch calls his dad and he's like, hey, you know, whatever, I'm back in or there's danger and so forth. And, you know, you're kind of looking at Chris Lloyd. This, this guy's just watching Westers on TV. So you're like, okay, you know something's about to happen. You just don't know how it's about to happen. And then the way they walk in and just get take like the fact that Chris Lloyd doesn't even have to get up off of his couch to kill two dudes. <laughs> I was like, damn. That are twice his size, too. Yeah, I thought that was and brilliant. Then, and then also you realize why he's always watching fucking cowboy movies. For that exact reason. In case motherfuckers try to kill him, he can go in there, they can come in there, he can shoot them, crank the volume up, and the people don't know a thing. They just suspect that he's watching the TV too loud and gunshots are going off in his room because of the TV. And instead of actual gunshots going off in his room, I thought it was so fucking good. Everything that they lay down just pays off in great ways, in my opinion. Um, yeah, dude, this this film is fucking great. It slaps so hard. Dude, I need I need Keanu Reeves and Liam Neeson and Bob Odenkirk to like they need their Avengers style type of 
you know, badass movie. Yes, dude. Like the fucking John Wick verse, dude. Oh my god. I really hope that this exists in the in the you know the the uh, the the universe of John Wick. I do. Are all like some of the creators or something like associated? Yeah. No. With this, I mean, like, um, they, I mean, they've the kind producer. of gone on record. Well, not on record necessarily, but they've said they've they've to- they they would be open to the idea of like putting John Wick and um, Hutch into a movie together. Now, we'll see if that happens. Again, I would love to just see Liam Neeson thrown in there for good measure, but, you know, certainly John Wick and Hutch would be a, a, a nice treat. Um, it would be amazing, dude. Like, or it could be, they could go the, <laughs> I mean, I, I doubt it, but I, I just, I, I like the idea of thinking about it. They could go down to the Batman versus Superman route, where it's like John Wick versus Hutch, you know? And then, like, something happens where they both have to, like, team up against an organization, just kind of like uh, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> By the uh, way. What would be the connect? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think, because um, Hutch ends up with a cat, and John Wick obviously is a dog guy. So I'm trying to think of, like... Ends up with the pit bull. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what their, um, you know, what their, like, moment of grace would be, you know? But... Yeah, that would be a fun, fun version for sure. It'd be like you know, Hutch welcomes John Wick into the family, and Wick is kind of like their their uncle, you know, their surrogate uncle. I would love that. <laughs> I think that'd be amazing. <laughs> I don't know. That would. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we're getting a little bit derailed. So why don't we? Um. Any other sort of fight scene or uh, moments of the movie that you absolutely appreciated before we wrap out? There's a scene where they like a bunch of gunmen roll up to his house, right? And then Hutch does his, is doing his thing, and then there's a point where he's kind of like leaning up against like the railing of of his stairs, and then he's like he's he's like in a weird crouch position where he's like he's leaning up against the wall and the railing, and he has a gun and he just like shoots some guy on the side. I found that fucking scene to be like embedded in, embedded in my head, and I can't get rid of it, and I think it's fantastic. Like, they, they do things here that I just haven't seen done in that way. And it might sound weird where it's like, oh, you've seen people get shot up in a house before, a la John Wick, right? But not in this way, man. Like, it's so... It's inventive, yeah. No, I get it's, it. And, it's and, nice, dude, yeah. <laughs> and I love, like, again, it's, it's very fast-paced overall, but what I also appreciate, it has moments of levity, right? So, so uh, even in the scene that you're talking about, it has that. And then, like, he's interrogating them, and yet they, like, go to sleep slash die, and he's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. I love that. I forgot about that part. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so you definitely have those kind of moments, and um, that's the stuff that, like, yeah, I, I just certainly appreciate where it does have the moments of humor where you can just really definitely laugh after such a high, intense, you know, action scene. So, um, in, a, in a way it kind of feels like an origin origin story you know like it's like a like a the origin story of like a some sort of phoenix rising from its own ashes you know he was barely like a man and then he he, co- he goes back to doing what he what he does best which is just murking people but i i can't help but think about this in like in the in like the realistic sense right like like the, the action's really fun he kills a lot of people it's all really great right but also this guy, you know, 
Hutch is kind of like a sociopath, or you know, he's kind. He does fucking begs to be in a fight. He does love killing people. He does love beating the shit out of people and doing what he does best. You know, is that wrong? You know, like the way, like sure, he's a family man, and by the way, his wife should not have stayed with him. His wife is insane. She's an insane person to be with such a person like him. Although he, she knows he's gonna keep her safe. Demented, truly demented, dude. This this guy's fucking insane. Listen, listen, he's, we he's cannot judge. We cannot judge what these people do. We are just there as simple observers of life. We can easily judge what they do. What are you talking about? The movie. It's what we do. We dude, when he punches the, the brother-in-law after taking shit from him earlier in the movie, I was like, hell yeah. You want to talk about judging anything? I was like, damn right. I I judge you awesomely for that. No, that was fantastic, but also, like, the way he begs to get into a fight, the way he begs to be chased down so he can get into a car chase, which, by the way, was amazing as well. The whole car scene was fantastic. Um, yeah, listen, it's I like, think... it's it, 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 it's no different than, it's analogous to him having a good night of drinking. It's like, dude, my dude hasn't drank in a long time. He's overdue for a fun night, except his is not alcohol, it's fighting. Let the man be. But do do we have to check like our moral standings at the door when we watch this film, you know? Bro, it's like saying Fast and the Furious has to be like grounded in reality. Never going to happen. I'm not saying it has to be grounded in reality, but when we step back and really think about the character of, of Hutch, you know, there's something very scary and sinister about it. I mean, listen. Do not judge Hutch. Because by judging Hutch, you judge my lifestyle. And I will not have you judge my lifestyle publicly on a podcast about movies. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Whatever. Listen, I'm just saying, John Wick killed because he had a necessity. Hutch killed because he wanted to. I mean, he had to. He had to get the bracelet back or whatever the hell it was. And he didn't get the bracelet, and then he was on his way home from the bus, and then these fucking Russian people just ended up crashing and then getting into the bus. Yeah, because they literally... were being mean to that fucking nice little girl. Right. But they didn't do anything extreme towards her to warrant... They were creepy. Fucking being paralyzed, bro. Like... So every every woman should feel uncomfortable? Huh? No, he was righting a wrong, motherfucker. No, no, no. I'm just saying... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He I'm sorry, you're not a feminist like me. He basically Hutch. get the fuck get bent, Phil. I'm sorry, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. He basically was aching to get fucking into a fight. He was praying to God they would come into the bus so he could fuck him up. Yeah, so before it was a win-win. Before he they saved even her? started harassing the girl, and they didn't really truly. I mean, there wasn't, at least from I remember what I remember in the film, they weren't really harassing too much, but they were all crowded around her. Too much. You know, they good weren't harassing her. Overall. No, I get it. No, just, just a little bit of harassment. It's all good. You know, we, we'd have some moral compass right there. No, I get it. I'm just saying there's something up. Nonetheless, if Hutch rides again and he fucks some more Russian people up or any kind of people up, I don't give a fuck who. See, see here's the thing. It. I'm going to teach you about good selfish, right? There's bad selfish, but then there's good selfish. So in this moment, Hutch selfishly wanted to beat the snot out of somebody. But the fact that it benefited the, the woman and kept everyone safe, that's a good selfish. So you want to talk about morality. What is the difference between good selfish and bad selfish? 
Good or bad, it's still selfish. But uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. See, me, me, and what? Hutch were on a different high ground. We understand morality in a nuanced way. I, I mean, I get it. I'm just, you know, I think it's fun to question it to really put it under a, a realistic microscope and be like, Hutch is kind of, you know, a fucking dangerous guy. And that's <laughs> also, why people long, go to watch this he, movie. As long as he points his fucking barrel towards bad people, it's all good, right? Damn right. Then, yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But I just think there was some fun to be had in that. But that's I agree true. with you, yeah. For the movie's sake, overall... Fantastic. Hutch is an angel in my eyes. He deserves the world. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to go that far. He's a saint. You know, we should, he should, we should pray to Hutch, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, fi- give me your final thoughts, and then I'll give you mine, and we'll wrap this out. This movie fucking slaps. It's fucking awesome. You, everyone should go watch it. I mean, if you're into action films that are kind of dumb, you should go watch this film. And if you're into action films that are kind of smart, you should go watch this film. Um, it's a great ride. It's you're, If you're returning to theater and you don't know what to watch, watch this. It's short. It's fun. It's crazy. It'll have you reacting in your seat. I loved it so much. Yeah, no, uh, I, I concur. I, I enjoyed it. Um, just a fun ride overall. And like I said, you know, it doesn't, ever overstay its welcome which i think is great because i think a lot of movies would unfortunately and i agree with the a minus cinema score uh so yeah definitely definitely love it and it's got an 81 percent on rotten tomatoes too so kudos to it and kudos Mm -hmm. to us for another clubhouse movie talk um thank (laughs) you tony where can uh, the people interact with you if they want to uh you know engage further about this movie or other movies and your morality if you want to join the religion of nobody you can hit me up at instagram on instagram at tony b tony t-o-n-y letter b as in boy t-o-e-k-n-e-e phil go ahead and tell them how you keep it simple keeping it simple with at phil svitek that's right and how do you spell svitek S-V-I-T-E-K. Just look in the description and you will have it. Now, for some business. So, Tony and I, we talk movies, right? That's why you're here. That's why you're listening. That's what we do. We do it every Wednesday live on Clubhouse. So, you got to get the app. You join us Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time. You join us for the movie we talk about. You get to be part of the discussion, right? We'll bring you on stage in a virtual sense. That's right. So next week, we've got coming up In the Earth, right? So Ben Wheatley. That's right. The Ben Wheatley uh, directed movie. And then after that, my personal favorite, one that I've been looking forward to for quite a long time, and I say this without having seen the movie, but I'm looking forward to it, and I, I, I think it'll be amazing. Mortal Kombat! Mortal Kombat! So that's what we've got coming down the pipeline. So thank you for joining us. We out.